Welcome to The Vortex with your host, Addie, an ancient cosmic soul, transformation and mindset expert, and evolutionary astrologer. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to help unlock your soul's potential so you can live a joyful, empowered, abundant life. This is a podcast where we take deep dives into topics all along the lines of astrology, spirituality, metaphysics, and so much more. So with further ado, let's dive into today's episode and topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back for another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie. Today's episode, we are going to be chatting about the Leo new moon, Jupiter retrograde, and the North Node Uranus-Mars conjunction that's happening as well. So this is going to be a jam-packed episode. We are going to be taking a trip way out into the cosmos, all the way out to Uranus. Not Uranus, but the planet Uranus. Because maybe you've been seeing stuff going around on social media about this once-in-a-lifetime transit, North Node, Uranus, Mars. Maybe you're seeing stuff about that go around on social media. But maybe you're wondering, okay, what does that mean? I'm going to break that down for you in this episode. We're going to talk about that Leo New Moon and Jupiter Retrograde and that North Node Uranus-Mars conjunction because it's no coincidence either that it's also happening within the same month that we had America's true Pluto return happen. CERN turned back on the beginning of July. So it's no coincidence that we have this transit happening the end of July because this can really shake things up in a good or bad way, but it doesn't have to be a big scary transit, and that's what this episode is going to be about. But before we dive into all of that, let me just go over some announcements. So I'm finally feeling better because I got sick again the week of that Capricorn full moon, and turns out I got COVID again. I got it twice. I got it first in June, then I got it again in July, and I didn't see a doctor in June because very stubborn person and I am someone who believes that like more of the natural holistic approach than especially like what the MSM and what the government is trying to get people to do but that's a different story but I found this doctor here in where I live in Florida and I was able to get ivermectin hydroxychloroquine the beta iodine nasal spray and I started taking that Friday and it's only Sunday but I'm already feeling so much better just after a couple days of taking this medicine and obviously I'm not a doctor I'm no health expert so I got to put a disclaimer here that you got to use your own discernment here but I mean this stuff definitely works better than that Plaxilavid or whatever the fuck they have President Brandon taking right now so but I have to put the disclaimer you have to use your own discernment talk with your doctor if you're sick too just you have to do what's best for your own body and that's why I really like this doctor that I found and we found a good remedy for myself to help me get me feeling better because I do not want to get sick again. But also getting sick again really made me evaluate my boundaries and it was almost like kind of like a coming to Jesus moment for me as well just because I really had to evaluate my boundaries and my limits and where I've been putting my energy because I didn't realize it. And I apologize for going on a tangent but just feel like sharing all this with you all. But what I didn't realize was I was putting my energy in a lot of different ways. Like I was spreading myself too thin because I'm not sure if I mentioned this on my podcast. But a few months ago, I got this great opportunity to be a junior astrologer for the astrologer Danielle Page. If you guys know her, I was a junior astrologer in one of her astrology classes just helping out 
and helping like the students learn astrology and it was a great experience for me really helped myself gain more confidence in astrology and just my own abilities and it was beautiful to see these people learn astrology and just so enthusiastic it was a wonderful experience but it was two months and I realized that the other day in the shower that that I mean it was a really intense two months of wonderful experience but it really spread my energy thin because there was over 200 people in this class and then I was also working my normal full-time job still doing my podcast still doing my normal astrology stuff on top of that and it like fully like it didn't fully click until like last week and I was like wow I was really just spreading myself way too thin and I think just as like a manifesting generator and like for all the manifesting generators out there it's also kind of just like a reminder that we don't have to like do all the things even if it does light us all up we have to be aware of our energy reserves too and that was a beautiful lesson for me is like I am a manifesting generator and I love following what lights me up but I have to be aware of my energy and not spread myself too thin and so getting sick again really allowed myself to see that on a deeper level and is really helping me step up and t- like take more ownership for that and really like create solid stronger boundaries because I'm really am going to start putting my foot down with my energy more and kind of drawing that line like no like I can't do that and it's okay to say no to things as well like we can say no to things you don't have to feel guilty about it either because you have to honor your body you have to honor your energy honor your body and you have to do what's best for yourself at the end of the day because this also happened during cancer season too and cancer season was reminding us to nurture ourselves on that deep soul level to nurture ourselves so that way we have a full energy reserve tank so we can continue being of service for others and I still am going to have my readings closed for now just until like August just because I still need to regain my strength but I still have my Cosmic Coven membership open along with my Shadow Force Mastermind group if you are interested but thank you for listening to my little tangent but that was just all my little updates and now let's just go through the current astrology for this week and then we'll go into today's episode. Okay, so for this current week's astrology, today is July 24th, Sunday. We are starting to see Venus in Cancer, square Jupiter in Aries. And with Venus square Jupiter, this can be like a very social time. Like maybe you have like a lot of stuff going on. Maybe you have like some plans or you just have like plans to go out with friends or just like different events. It can be a very social time. And it can be a very positive time, but also like what I was saying earlier in this episode is it's okay to say no to situations as well. Like if you feel like if you're asked to go out somewhere, but you just feel like deep down that it's like not right for you and you just want to stay home, it's okay to say no. It's okay to honor your energy and not overdo it because since we have Jupiter in the mix here, since it is Venus square Jupiter and Jupiter can amplify things, this is a beautiful transit to remind yourself not to overdo it and that it's okay to say no. So while it can be a beautiful time of beautiful like social gatherings and events and just like a beautiful time to be with people, it's also okay to be aware of your energy and say no if you just are not feeling that. But this can be a very beautiful transit with that Venus square Jupiter energy because we are going to see that go into Monday as well. And we'll see it exact on Monday, July 25th. We also will see the asteroid Juno go retrograde in Pisces. And Tuesday, July 26th, is when we're going to see Mercury in Leo. 
square Mars in Taurus. And then, so with Mercury squaring Mars in Taurus, this can definitely be a great, like, quick action thinking day. Like, you might feel, like, almost kind of, like, at a push and pull, like, with your mind and body. And so just use your own discernment and just have some quick thinking on hand and just trust your intuition. Just trust that whatever comes up is the right solution, is the right answer. And it could also just be, since it is another square aspect and it's adding tension and with it in, in with having Mars in the equation here, this could bring up some like sort of aggression or irritability like may like it could cause arguments like mercury square mars so definitely be aware of like any arguments definitely like think before you speak with this so like if you do find yourself getting in like a heated discussion it's okay to take a step back and just save that discussion for another day when things aren't going to get as heated with that mercury like square mars energy and then wednesday july 27th by the end of the day that night like around 9 p.m we will see the moon in cancer oppose pluto retrograding capricorn so then with the moon in cancer opposing pluto retrograding capricorn this is kind of like tying in stuff from that full moon we had a couple weeks ago too with that pluto energy and just bringing things up from the surface that need to be healed so just trust that whatever is coming up, maybe if you're feeling irritable, sad, or just whatever emotions coming up, just trust that it's coming up for you to heal it right now. And then Thursday is the big day this week because we have, that's July 28th, we have Jupiter going retrograde in Aries and we have the new moon in Leo. And then on Saturday is that North Node Taurus conjunction with Uranus and Taurus and Mars and Taurus so there is a lot going on this week and then even last week too we had a lot going on with the sun and cancer opposing Pluto retrograde and Capricorn like it definitely brought a lot of intensity last week and I want to do a little recap of last week before we fully dive into today's episode so with all of last week's energy with the sun opposing Pluto Mercury opposing Pluto that could have brought up just a lot of deep-rooted wounds and like old memories. It could have brought a lot of hard stuff up to the surface, but it ultimately was bringing that stuff up for you to release it and for you to heal it. So just trust that whatever is coming up right now, whatever you're going through right now, you are meant to go through it right now so you can heal it, so you can release it, so you can continue moving forward, up-leveling, and evolutionizing your own life. So we're first going to dive into the Leo new moon and then Jupiter retrograde because we see this Leo new moon hit its apex on July 28th, Thursday at 1.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Jupiter is actually still direct. It is actually stationing retrograde because then at 4.38 p.m., we see Jupiter go retrograde in Aries. So first we have this Leo new moon happening at 1.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I believe that's about 10.54 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And with this Leo new moon, we have it happening at five degrees of Leo. And it's actually three degrees away from the trine with Jupiter in Aries right now. So this one, this full, this new moon can really make us feel good and positive and really help just like 
rev up our own lives and really help us ignite that own fire in our lives again because this is a fire sign energy the sun is at home here because the sun is ruled by leo so the sun is super happy to be here the moon is pretty good in leo as well it definitely brings some warm-hearted energy loving energy and then the fact that we have the sun and moon both trining jupiter direct right before it goes retrograde this is really helping us just expand upon our horizons. It can really make you feel like positive, good vibes, good energy, but just be careful not to overdo it as well because with the sun and moon trining Jupiter, we might feel like we have all this energy. So just be careful to not overdo it. Just preserve your energy and because we have all this Taurus energy, so remember, slow and steady wins the race. But there are a lot of other aspects going on with this new moon. So along with them both trining Jupiter and Aries, we have like Mercury has a lot going on here. Like Mercury has a lot of aspects going on. So I'm going to talk a lot about Mercury here too. So just this Leo new moon is really inviting us to ignite our own courage and just really live from the heart more and just like focus on our heart chakra more and heal that heart space. So then I want to talk about Mercury because Mercury is making a lot of aspects. So first we have Mercury getting ready to oppose Saturn and Aquarius because we have Mercury at 18 Leo and Saturn's at 23 Aquarius. So with Mercury getting ready to oppose Saturn, this can definitely bring up some serious thinking. Like this can be a good time for like planning, getting like your things in order, but it could also bring some delays as well. You could feel like some frustration, you could feel like some push and pull as well. And if you find yourself feeling frustrated with that Mercury oppose Saturn retrograde in Aquarius, just ask yourself like, or, or take a step back and then ask yourself, okay, how can I make changes in a better way? How can I move through this? Because also with Mercury opposed Saturn, it can also show us maybe details that we've missed. Are we doing something that really isn't giving us the right rewards? It can also kind of help us like course correct in a way if we just haven't been like following the right path, if we haven't really been doing the right projects. It can kind of help us like wake us up in that regards as well because we also have Mercury squaring mars and so this is just a good time for like that quick resourceful thinking just be aware though because it can bring up some aggression some irritable energy then mercury is also squaring uranus and taurus so this can definitely bring up some exciting energy but it can also be like it can also bring up a lot of anxiety too and nervous energy so definitely be aware of your energy these coming days especially just since we have Jupiter about to go retrograde and like Jupiter is like on a very weak trine here with Mercury 10 degree orb here. This can also kind of amplify that as well. So be careful not to just overdo it or it could like over amplify that anxious energy or it could over amplify that like excited energy too. And I know I've said this before, but it always reminds me of this quote that I heard in a Grey's Anatomy episode where the doctor was like, when you feel frightened, get inspired. Because like our body, like 
fear and like anxiety is very similar to the same emotion as excitement because I think it was in the Matrix 4 movie where they said like the what's his name like the the programmer the architect guy in the Matrix 4 I remember him saying there was like something along the lines he's like fear and excitement are so similar like the programming couldn't even tell it like I know I'm butchering that quote but it's just this trend like Mercury square Uranus is reminding me of that where like the excitement and nervous energy can feel so similar so if you find yourself getting anxious try to turn that into excitement try to amp yourself up try to get yourself pumped up and excited for whatever situation you're about to walk into because this can be like very mental like stimulating can be very mentally exhausting as well so it's just important that you are aware of your energies that you do take those like precautionary steps like if you are someone who is prone to anxiety do you have like your methods for getting through that anxiety because I'm someone who gets very anxious all the time and so for me like sometimes I have to go like I'll go take us like I'll go take a five minute break in the bathroom and do some deep breathing exercises or I'll go take a walk outside or go exercise. Just find something to help get that nervous energy out of your body. But also with Mercury Square Uranus, this can really help us like find new creative ideas, new innovative ideas, new new ways of thinking too. So definitely think outside of the box with Mercury Square Uranus because we also have Mercury making a trine with Chiron. So this can also bring up some old wounds, some old memories, pay attention to your dreams as well. So maybe your dreams right now are like, maybe you're having like some weird dreams, but maybe they're like giving you some subliminal messages, hidden messages. You can go to like dreamdictionary.com. That's what I do. Like if I want to look up my dream because I've been having some really weird dreams and I'm not sure if it's because the astrology or the medicine I'm on, but yeah, they've been really weird. So definitely like that Mercury trying Chiron it can also just bring up some like old memories from the past and it can also be a very healing transit and maybe you've been holding on to just like grudges or just like things from the past but now is the time to forgive and release with this transit with Mercury trying Chiron so how can you forgive and release those things from the past that you've been holding on to you don't have to hold on to those grudges you don't have to hold on to that old energy anymore you can release it we also have mercury making a square with the south and north node so this can really help us like get in line with our destiny this can also kind of feel like we're starting a new chapter in our destiny and this could like go like in a few different directions here with mercury squaring the nodes here like you could see like something like start to develop like maybe a new project a new business partner a new like business endeavor like something new could start around this time and so this is a beautiful time for you to ask yourself okay is this aligned with my destiny is this aligned with my true path am I on the correct mission here am I on my soul path and if you feel that it's aligned with you then you can go for it but this is a beautiful time to really figure out okay where am I going next where is my destiny what do I want to do where do I want to start like moving forward next for my next chapter? This is a beautiful time for you to really figure out where do you want to take your mission next? Where do you want to take it to that next level? So Mercury in Leo is definitely playing a big part here in this new moon. It's really helping us 
like figure out where do we want to take this next chapter? How can we start communicating our message more from the heart? How can we start living more from the heart with the sun in Leo? Because we also have Venus and Cancer making quite a few aspects as well with this new moon. So Venus and Cancer, we see it sextile Mars and Taurus. And then with the Venus sextile Mars, it can definitely bring up some passionate energy. And especially like if you are in a relationship with someone, you might feel like that more like sensual, passionate energy, especially with the sun and moon, both in Leo as well. This can definitely rev up that intense, passionate energy. So this is a beautiful transit if you are in a relationship or even just if you're single too, this is a beautiful time for self-love and loving yourself more and just self-pleasure. I mean, might as well. Mars and Taurus, Taurus. Um, We also still have like that Venus square Jupiter coming, like we're coming off that Venus square Jupiter. So with that Venus sextile Mars and Venus square Jupiter, it's all like it's very social energy too going on here. So this is like a very social new moon as well. Like this is a beautiful time to really get together with people and just get together with your community because we also have Venus making a square with Chiron and Aries. So this could like come like there could be like some misunderstandings, financial like stuff could come up. Maybe you're worried about money right now or just like maybe you're just been like worried about your finances more than usual. But like personal relationships could come up, like fears could come up around money relationships with that square to Chiron. And so how can you heal those fears? How can you move through that fear? And I'm just looking through the software I have and I just want to read like their little interpretation because I like what they say here. It says, observe your fears and push past them. Is it really so bad if relationships change? Sometimes letting go of people can pave the way for new positive unions. Trust that all will be well and some profound experiences can come your way. Like that's very true. And so sometimes we have to let go of old relationships to allow new relationships to come in. Because we also have Venus on its way to trining the South Node. And then with Venus trining South Node, this can also just bring up things related to our destiny as well. So this new moon, like with Mercury making aspects to the nodes, Venus making aspects to the nodes, we have Uranus, North Node, and Mars about to conjunct. This is a very destined time as well. And with Jupiter about to go retrograde, this is really helping us get in line with our destiny. This is like a very destined moment like a very like almost like I would call this moon like this new moon a date with destiny as like kind of like as cliche as that sounds and like as Tony Robbins as that sounds that's what this new moon is like this is your like date with destiny times a thousand so how can you get in line with your mission your destiny this is a beautiful new moon and I know I keep saying that but just with all these aspects going on and Let's see what else is going on with this new moon. Yeah, because then we have that Mars conjunct Uranus North Node and Mars is opposing the South Node as well. So this is just really helping us kind of like revolutionize, re-liberate our lives too and just really figure out, okay, where do we want to take things next? Where do I want to take things to the next level? How can I start living out my mission more? How can I get more aligned with it? Now let's talk about Jupiter retrograde in Aries. Then that same day after we see that new moon in Leo apex at 1.54 p.m., 
at 4.38 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which would be 1.38 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, is when we see Jupiter go retrograde in Aries. And anytime Jupiter goes retrograde, this is a beautiful time for us to just go deep within ourselves and to just really ask ourselves, okay, have I been living the correct mission? Have I been like living aligned with my destiny and purpose? Because while Jupiter like rules like abundance and good fortune, Jupiter also rules like our dharma, our purpose, like kind of like where we're supposed to go in life as well. And so this is a beautiful time for you to just kind of go within, especially after that date with Destiny, Leo New Moon, we had a few hours before this going retrograde. This is really helping us just continue asking those questions, probing those thoughts, going deeper within to really figure out, okay, where have I been off path? Where have I been off mission? How can I course correct? Because a Jupiter retrograde as well is also offering us a, like... This is also offering us a chance to just course correct and get back in line with our moral compass. Maybe we've fallen off path. Maybe we've fallen into addictive behaviors. Maybe we've fallen into negative patterns. This is an opportunity for you to correct those. But you have to take that Aries courage, especially with since we have Chiron retrograde in Aries as well. You have to take that courage to look at it for what it is. You have to look at the truth for what it is. You have to look at the darkness. You have to look at the shadows for what it really is. And you have to have that courage to admit it to yourself. You can't lie to yourself anymore. You have to tell yourself the truth here. So you have to be truthful with yourself. And sometimes that can be hard. And this is why like a Jupiter retrograde to me is like a very destined time. And it's like a coming to Jesus moment too where the universe, God, whoever you believe in is also showing us where we've fallen off path. This is a beautiful time for you to continue correcting your path and getting back in line with your destiny, your soul mission, so you can continue moving forward and living your best life so you can continue receiving those blessings from Jupiter. Because another thing with the Jupiter retrograde is it can bring some hard stuff up. So if you are someone who hasn't been doing the work, who hasn't been following your mission and has fallen off path, it could feel like a more difficult time for you just because maybe you find yourself going with a lot of obstacles, just things aren't going your way. And if you find yourself like going through like a lot of obstacles and hardships, ask yourself, okay, well, what is this teaching me? What is this hardship, hardship obstacle teaching me? How is it helping me grow? Because Jupiter also helps us grow it helps us grow into the person we are meant to be so how can you continue evolving and growing and shaping yourself into that person that you want to be to continue living out this mission another thing with this jupiter retrograde in aries is what's very interesting too about these jupiter retrogrades is we're also seeing this go from so we see this start retrograde in aries but then in a few months, we're going to see Jupiter retrograde back into Pisces. So we're going to have two different flavors here with this Jupiter retrograde. So right now we have the Aries flavor of this Jupiter retrograde. Like we have this big courageous energy. We're like rah, rah, rah. We're like go, go, go. We want to take all the action to make things happen for our destiny and mission. And then when Jupiter is retrograding back into Pisces, that is when we can definitely feel a little more dreamy, lucid, and just really getting in touch with our dreams and visions more and just a little more up in the clouds and that 
to me, Jupiter and Pisces is that Willy Wonka, and then like Jupiter and Aries is like that gladiator energy, and it's like, I'm ready to go, and so definitely it's going to be really interesting when we see Jupiter dip back into Pisces, but that's not until like October when we see that, and we also will see Jupiter go direct on November 23rd at 6.02 p.m., just wanted to mention that too. And if you want to learn more about the Jupiter retrograde, because I've talked a lot about it, but there's also my other episodes that I've done on the retrogrades. Like I have my episode 83, which is the 2022 retrograde survival guide. And then also my episode 87, July 2022 astrology. I touch on the Jupiter retrograde in that one too. Because now I want to talk about this North Node, Taurus, Uranus, Mars conjunction because this is one, like this is a once in a lifetime transit because I tried to see, find the last time this happened and I will find it. It's just, I mean, the last time this happened was a long time ago, like Babylonian times. Like it's going to take me a while to go through the charts to find the exact date because I want to find that, but. And when I do, I will let you guys know. But it's been a long time since we've seen the North Node, Uranus, and Mars all meet up together in the sign of Taurus. So this is like a very rare transit. And that's why you might see a lot of people already talking about it. Because really, this entire month of July has been the buildup to this one transit. And I know you might be thinking, why just one transit is so important? Well, you're going to find out here. Okay, so we know, like, let me first just break down North Node, Uranus, and Mars. So the North Node, we know, deals with, like, our destiny, our sole purpose, our mission, and then especially just with the collective in general, it's really pointing us in the direction where we're meant to go. And because the South Node is our comfort zone energy, we've already mastered that energy, so we don't need to focus on that anymore if we've mastered it. It's our comfort zone. We have to focus on the North Node. And then Uranus, Uranus is the planet that's very electrifying, liberating, the ultimate wild card, very unpredictable. You never know what you're going to get. Always reminds me of that Forrest Gump quote. And he's like, well, mama always said life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. That's what I think about Uranus. Like Uranus is like a box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get with Uranus. And then with Mars, that is very like action-oriented, courageous, our identity, ego center. So the fact that we have all three of these meeting up in the sign of Taurus, and that Taurus, who is a feminine fixed earth sign, and Taurus is being an earth sign, this is really helping us ground this all into our physical reality. And this is where we can really see things get shooken up especially just like not even in our personal lives just as a collective as well because just this entire month like there's been a lot going on in the government world stage like with the president getting sick foreign ministers stepping down ex-prime ministers being assassinated like a lot has happened this month just one month and we are going to see this conjunction happen at 18 degrees of Taurus and what's also really interesting too and this is just coming through because one of my astrology teachers, whom I listen to all the time, who I've learned a lot of my astrology stuff from, like he's talked about how like some of this has tied into there was like this one I think it was like happened in like two thousand three or two thousand. There was like the one eclipse in Taurus that happened at like twenty degrees 
and I know I'm not like fully correct here, but I I feel like this is tying in with that. So even though like this isn't at 20, this is at 18 degrees, it's a couple degrees away from when we had that eclipse back in 2000. So if you even want to go back even more, think about what you were doing back in like between like 2000 and 2003. What were you doing back then? I know for me, I was just in elementary school. So I was just a little kid. I really, I was just in elementary school. But like if you're, if you're older, then what were you doing back then? What were you doing back then? Because I feel like this is kind of tying in with our destiny in a way as well too. Well, yeah. So it happened in 2003 because that's the last time we had North Node Taurus. And that eclipse was at 20 degrees. And now we're having the North Node Uranus and Mars all meet up at 18, 17 degrees of Taurus. That's very interesting to me. So I feel that's kind of tying in that other eclipse from the last previous nodal cycle. So I feel like this is really helping us just kind of course correct too. So maybe like, let's say back in 2003, you started up something and it's like on its very last leg right now. Like you're just not in it anymore and you've been wanting to start something new. Now is your time to start something new, especially with Uranus and Mars here in the mix. Like this can definitely be like the wild card energy. Like to me, this is like the ultimate wild card transit because with Uranus, you never know what's going to happen. And I'm not trying to spread fear here, but I want people to be prepared because like there's a lot of possibilities with this transit because with Uranus, North Node, and Mars all together in Taurus, this can definitely shake up our world. Like we're already starting to see that. I mean, the president getting sick, there's already talks about what's going to happen with that. We don't know. We really don't know. It could go either way. He could get better. He could get worse. We don't know. And it's really hard to predict. And that's why a lot of astrologers say it's hard to predict with Uranus because it's so unpredictable. Like it could go one way and then it just takes another 180 degree turn. It's like, nope, I'm Uranus. I'm going to go this way. So that's why it's good to be prepared for just whatever weird worst case, best case scenarios out there. And this can also just go regards like with the stock market, like you could see the stock market crash, do some weird things. Same just with like the financial stuff that's going on with the treasury, just with the world market, the world stage, and just like with our own country. And then just with the world leaders, like this is also like, especially just with Leo season too, like this is a time when wars like primarily get started is like around this like Leo Virgo season. So we could see some type of war start too as well. And that's why it's just like you have to be prepared and like hopefully you took my advice from the North Node, South Node survival episode and you've been stocking up on food, you have supplies, you have stuff on hand because if shit were to ever hit the fan and I'm not saying this to out of fear to scare you, this would be the time with North Node, Uranus and Mars all meeting up in the sign of Taurus. The fact that they're meeting up in an earth sign, this is really going to shake things up, especially in a fixed earth sign. This is really going to shake up our world in one way or another. Um, it's nothing to be afraid about because it can actually be a very good thing. Even if let's say like, because especially like Uranus rules like electricity too, like even like if a power outage were to happen, like do you have candles? Do you have batteries? You have to have all of that stuff on hand because we never know what's going to happen with North Node conjunct Uranus and Mars. Like the worst case scenario could happen, but then the best case scenario could happen. Like maybe we see aliens land on the White House lawn. We don't know. 
that's the thing. Like, we could have aliens come, we could have war come. There's just a lot of weird scenarios with this North Node conjunct Uranus and Mars transit in Taurus. But it still is nothing to be afraid of. You just have to be prepared. This can really help us just, li like, liberate ourselves as well. It can really help us revolutionize and just really help us just, like make things for the better, start initiating new, better change. I think I'm going to leave that at that for all of these transit because there's just a lot going on this week. Like we have that Leo new moon that's like a date with destiny and that's really helping us just like learn more from the heart, like live more from the heart, take more of that heartfelt action. Then with that Jupiter retrograde in Aries later that same day, that's also just helping us get back in line with our destiny. And then with the North Node conjunct Uranus and Mars, this can also like kind of like like if we haven't been following the right path, this can like that North Node Uranus Mars conjunction can also throw us in a loop. But if you've been following the right path, this might like help you like see a new doorway or a new opportunity that you might have missed. Like this might help you see a new opportunity, help get you thinking outside of the box more and just start thinking in new, innovative, unique ways with that Uranus energy because I want to pull a couple cards for this energy just to see what comes through for this new moon Jupiter retrograde and north node Uranus Mars conjunction. The first deck I'm pulling from it's actually a new deck I got it's called the auspicious symbols for luck and healing oracle deck and I really like this deck and the card we pulled is eagle feather. This powerful medicine is here to connect you both to heaven and earth. Let's see what it says. So the feathers of eagle are considered to be the most sacred of healing tools used for many ages by indigenous communities, medicine healers, and shamans. Consider eagle feathers a valuable part of their healing toolkit. Feathers are used to cleanse the aura, inspire personal power, uplift energy, and connect with great spirit. Eagle represents the highest vision and grace. The sacred feathers are also used in ceremony to connect to the higher realms and bring that energy down to earth so that we may experience the blessings in our life. The power of eagle is a from their mighty presence in flight. As they soar through the air, we can imagine their ability to see beyond the horizon and expand their view. Message. The eagle feather has landed as a healing and personal message. This card may indicate that you have lost sight of your connection to the elements, the power of spirit, and your highest self. Rise up now like eagle to reclaim your highest potential. The eagle is revered as a symbol of great spirit and invites you to see your own divinity and your own power and foresight. Use this message of eagle's greatness to recall your connection to the higher realms, higher consciousness, and your valued presence. Eagle nests near water, inviting us to also connect to the elements of air and water through thoughts and feelings. See yourself like an eagle connecting heaven and earth in your day-to-day -day life. I think that's really beautiful that we got this card because it definitely like goes in line with that Leo new moon energy, also with the Jupiter retrograde energy, even with the North Node Uranus conjunction Mars energy. So this is really beautiful that we pulled that card. Now I'm going to pull a tarot card from the Alice in Wonderland tarot deck. So I pulled the page of flowers from the Alice in Wonderland tarot deck. And it says the page of flowers represents a sweet social person, optimistic and eager to learn about and explore new things. The page of flowers is a well-liked person who makes friends easily. Dreaming, brainstorming, and freely embracing your imagination will benefit you now. Write down all your ideas and dreams. Eventually, you'll refine them and they'll become the foundation of your goals and future. 
definitely feels like this card definitely like kind of like ties in with all that mercury energy going on with this leo new moon so i like that we pulled this card too so it's just kind of reminding us to really like hone in on our thoughts and pay attention to our dreams and just any like hidden messages or any like signs maybe you've been seeing like reoccurring numbers or just like anything like that pay attention to that as well because this can be a very destined week if you allow it to be it can be a very positive time as well with all of this like leo energy because leo season is a very positive time too especially with leo being ruled by the sun this is really reminding us how can we shine our lights even brighter where have we been dimming our lights where have we been like dimming ourselves down not speaking up not speaking through an authentic voice this is our time to refine that and start speaking out more and start shining our lights even brighter and i'm going to leave it at that for today's episode but i hope this all helped and just remember like do not be fearful around any of these transits because even though with like this north node conjunct uranus and mars conjunction and with uranus being that ultimate wild card while we may not know how it's going to go let's all manifest that this transit is going to go in the most highest positive highest intention here because it can it can go in a very beautiful way if we all manifest it to be and going to leave it at that for this episode feel free to take a screenshot tag me on instagram addy's astro diary and until the next episode i am sending you all so much love hope you all have a beautiful week beautiful new moon in leo and i will chat